Welcome to the Talk It All podcast. This is Harrison Hassan and I am joined today by Michaela Harrison. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I'm also joined by Olivia Fairling. Hello, Olivia. How Hello. are you? Good, thank you. Very good. We've got lots to talk about today, including what is the weirdest thing you've seen at the beach? And if you are on death row, what would your last meal be? But first, we're going to be talking about what is the craziest place you have made a friend. You're listening to the Talk It All podcast. What's the craziest place you've made a friend? Well, there was this one person that came to our school who was new. So naturally, I just went up to him and introduced myself. And, well... He'd been hanging out with my friend group in the morning, so I was rather confident in talking to him, but probably a little bit too confident. Uh, When I first went up to him, the first time I've ever spoken to him, I went up and (laughs) I said to him, this is a mugging, as you naturally do to the first person you meet. I don't know whether it was the laugh on my face or the... fact that he could easily take me down but after I said that he introduced himself to me and we just talked to each other like we were friends and that is how a beautiful friendship started. I couldn't say my experience was quite the same but um, (laughs) for me I was studying in reception I had no friends at all and my mum and this other mum made me and this girl Kiara be friends like all mums do and like, we were constantly forced to go on play dates all the time. Like, we had no interest in each other, but we're always hanging out because our parents made us. And even, and then eventually, like, we found our friends and, like, didn't hang out with each other because we had other friends. Um, and then as we got older, we eventually, like, decided we actually did like each other more than we thought we did, and we became good friends, so. Oh, well, for me, um, it's like this whole story. It was year eight at Sacred Heart Shepungnik campus. Us girls had just transferred from Marymount College, a single ed school. So it was a bit different being in like a co-ed facility. In my core class, my only friend was Zara Pratt, who I only spoke to. Uh, she was like the only one I spoke to in class, being the reserved quiet kid I was. No joke, that many people came up to me saying hi, just being like generally nice. I would, nothing would come out my mouth. You would hear like a faint kind of like scream, screech. No, just complete silence. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it was just us two until Ili Bahadori joined our class because he'd been away week one. Our duo became a trio. And Ili invited a few of his friends to speak to us, one person being Harrison Hassan. Yes, the Harrison Hassan being yep, joining us be today. Me. Yep. Oh, I hated him. Wow, thank you. <laughs> he was so confident and it kind of ruined our dynamic. Being Sitting like, right here. Yeah, well, you're okay now. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> yeah I like, did, he would say hi to me every day and I did not respond. It, it wasn't being like rude, but like, again, I wouldn't say hi to anyone. Yeah, I and thought you were mute at first. <laughs> yeah, so I've been told. <laughs> Well, like the third week of school, we had camp, which I hated because I had no friends in the big group we were going with, except an acquaintance, Flo. We were in the same core class, but only ever smiled at each other, being friendly. 
I had to go with a complete stranger as Fleur had this new girl, Olivia Fairley, as a partner already. <laughs> yeah. So I slept in the same tent with a stranger. After taking a bus to Granite Island, everyone took out their bags and loaded them onto the small kayak. I saved a packet of family-sized cheese twisties for the paddle out to the small island nearby. As, a pa- as I paddled alone, I saw Olivia just paddling along by herself. And I don't know where I got the confidence from, but sped up to her, splashing water everywhere, and said hi. As I pulled up next to Olivia, I said, Hi, want a twisty? <laughs> Olivia whispered, No, thanks. And sped up. That's I was running. I was gone. <laughs> As she sped up, I sped up, trying to make a new friend. Soon enough, we were in front of the park. That whole week, I would go up to her, trying to be nice and everything, but I just got like this stare back. You could really say she was like mean girling me or something. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> and I was lonely. <laughs> when we got back to school after like the trip, um, in class, Flo's friend, my acquaintance, Sophie, who I never spoke to, shouted out, Michaela, sit with us. Now I think about it, Flo was definitely speaking about me and Sophie was just trying to be a pain in the backside, as I can tell now by her like personality. At the end of class, Sophie says, Come hang out with us. So I did. When I got there, Olivia was there. I look at Olivia. She looks at me. She whispers at Flo, looks at me, and goes, Hi. I started hanging out with them after like every recess and lunch. Um, and I guess I still am. And then eventually, we invited Hassan to come with us as we were all hanging out together in a group. Uh, Sophie, Flo, and I. Yep. With Hassan. So we brought him along and he met Olivia. And I like the whispers I got. Um, Hassan got a hi. And that's how our friend group came to be. And you can really thank me for this podcast today being the link between a friendship. It's not even cocky. It's like the truth. Pretty sure I met Olivia somewhere else, but you know, that's fine. No, it was me. All me. (laughs) Full credit to Michaela. Yeah. All good. We've got lots more coming up, including the weirdest thing you've seen at the beach. And what would you want your last meal to be? You're listening to Talk It All Podcast. Hello, welcome back. What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen at the beach? Speedo Man. Speedo Man. Oh, God, I love Speedo Man. He swims at Somerton Beach every morning, rain or shine, at 7am. It is a, like, 50-plus-year-old man in his Speedo, just doing kilometres of freestyle brushstroke on an end. Bothering no one. Yeah, bothering no one. He's just chilling, vibing. 7am, in the rain, freezing, cold. Mm. That's it, yeah. (laughs) It's just weird. Like, why are you swimming at 7am in the morning? And have you got, like, better things to do? Like, job, grandchildren. I mean, good for him to get the exercise in more exercise than I do. (laughs) All right, Olivia? Yeah, my story is actually really similar. It probably was the Speedo Man, now that I think about it. But I was at the beach with, like, a few of my friends. And... I was doing my own thing, trying to relax on the beach, as you do, and all of a sudden I was blinded by this bigger man (laughs) wearing nothing but a pair of Speedos. Yeah. It was was traumatising. It was Speedo Man. (laughs) It's Speedo Man. It's 100% Speedo Man. It's probably Speedo Man now that I think about it. (laughs) But yeah, that was very odd for me. (laughs) Wow. Well, have I got something for the both of you? 
On July 2nd, 2021, Sky News released a news story about an 18-year-old man who got trapped in a hole he dug himself. The incident occurred in Fistral Beach in Nukwe. The force said that friends and beachgoers all worked together to dig the man to safety. That hole must have been massive if he had to get trapped inside of it. 18 years old. They found the man trapped in a hole he had dug in the sand after it fell on him. So it fell on him. He was trapped inside, probably suffocating. Devon and Cornwall police said, The incident has led police to asking beachgoers to not dig holes at the beach. That's karma. Why did he dig the hole in the first place? Why don't you dig holes? You're at the beach. Stupidity. It was karma. His fault only. It must have been a big hole. Yeah, well, yeah. While they didn't include the height of the person or the depth of the hole, they did provide a picture of around nine beachgoers and lifeguards digging the hole out to save him. I'll show you, Olivia and Michaela. That's the picture. You it took nine people to get him out of that nine hole. Nine people, yep. It's a pretty big hole. Like, that would fit three, four people in it by itself. And you can see they're using big metal shovels, something completely different to what we're used to, like small little spades that we would use to dig holes at the beach. Anyone else dig holes at the beach? Oh, the dreams. Yes. It was the dreams. So, what? I think the best question today, what was the weirdest thing you have made out of sand on the beach? You can make castles, you can dig holes. What's the weirdest thing you've made? Oh, not so much dig. Oh, no, it was digging. I digged a hole, put my sister in it, and I was halfway with filling it up. And then my parents were like, no, Michaela, don't do that. She'll like drown or there'll be crabs in it or something. Might I ask what age you were? <laughs> this was last year, probably. <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> it was last year. <laughs> well, I expected more, but yeah, good job. Yeah. We've got lots more coming up, including if you are on death row, what would you want your last meal to be? You're listening to Talk It All. Well, this got me thinking. So my question for today is, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Oh, my last meal would be a good chicken snitty, but it has to be from the Watermark Hotel. No story, but a good juicy chicken snitty. Is there any reason to that? You just like... I love their snitzel. <laughs> like any toppings, at least a parmigiana? Gravy, mushroom gravy. Okay. Chicken snitzy and mushroom yeah. gravy. Oh, yeah. I could go for one right now, but it has to be Watermark Hotel. I always get one from there. And I always get too full, but eat it anyway because it's that good. Wow. I have to go and try that. And what about you, Harrison? Me? Well, you see, I could eat something that I like to eat, like popcorn or pizza, two favourites. But I have decided I would take the logical approach in this by eating something that would take up so much time that I just won't leave death row and therefore won't die. That's now, a really good idea. It's an amazing idea. I don't see why people don't do it more often. But something, what, you've got to think about it. What would take so long to eat that you're just there for years and years? So that's why I've thought of, what about a lollipop? Something like that. But you only lick it once every week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And get one of like this mega-sized one. Yep. It's not going to go out of date. <laughs> You're still going oh, to... I don't take, know how that works. Well, I reckon that would be the best idea of what I'd eat. 
That's wonderful, Harrison. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, a few weeks ago, I was asked by a close friend of mine to go out to dinner with his family, which was lovely. We went out to this sushi restaurant on the like, outskirts of the city called Sushi Planet. Really good. Like, I suggest you try it at least once in your life. Um, I was feeling quite anxious, to be honest, um, because sushi is one of those things where it's either like really, really good or it's not great. Yep. <laughs> it really depends. And although, thankfully, it pulled through and, as you can imagine, I was in heaven. The flavours were amazing. I loved it. Mm. And the following weekend, me and my mum went on a little dinner date together and I decided to take her there because, fondly enough, she loves sushi too. And I love your mum. <laughs> Thank she, you, Michaela. <laughs> I love my mum too. <laughs> you cannot have her. She's mine. I will adopt her. <laughs> what? Reverse adoption. So anyway, the sushi. (laughs) Yeah, the sushi. So anyways, how crazy is that though? That my mum loves sushi too. I mean, who would have thought? Genetics. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, of course she loved it as well. And (laughs) I'm going to need a minute. (laughs) I reckon we should try a live podcast. (laughs) That would go well. (laughs) Anyways. So she loved it so much that every time we go out for dinner together, she always says to me, let's go get sushi every time. I'm pretty sure there are other things we could go eat, but she just wants to get sushi. And I feel like at this point, we're both now hooked on sushi and sushi restaurants. I guess it's because sushi is just that good. Like, how can you not love sushi? And so now I could say without a doubt that sushi would be my last meal. It would have to be. Yep. <laughs> Tuna, I hope. No. Crispy chicken. Salmon. That Tuna. Oh, salmon's okay. Why would you eat raw fish? It's good. It's not. Tuna. <laughs> Cooked tuna. Anyways, so I guess that'll get you thinking, what would your last meal be on death row? <laughs> if you would like to hear more episodes from Sacred Heart College, you can check them all out on our school's own podcast page at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Harrison, Michaela and Olivia from Sacred Heart College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other schools' life stories. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)